Ooh. Hey. Wow. What a wonderful beat from a wonderful student. Absolutely love that little, that little, uh, what would you call it? A ditty? Yeah, that's a great little ditty by that student. Wonderful, wonderful. We have an awesome week ahead of us. We're going to listen to uh, John Lewis's speech at the 1963 A Million Man March or March on Washington. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, before we get into it, we're also going to be looking at the speech, listening to the speech and looking at a graphic novel. So this is like multimedia week. We're going to get into it. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to let someone else, uh, introduce him. Um, I believe it's Mr. Randolph who organized the march. I have the pleasure to present to this. Great audience, young John Lewis, National Chairman, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, Brother John Lewis. We march today for jobs and freedom. We have nothing to be proud of, but hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here, for they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. While we stand here, there are sharecroppers in the Delta of Mississippi who are out in the fields working for less than $3 a day, 12 hours a day. While we stand here, there are students in jail on trumped-up charges. Our brother James Palmer, along with many others, is also in jail. We come here today with a great sense of misgiving. It is true that we support the administration's civil rights bill. We support it with great reservation, however. Unless, unless Tile 3 is put in this bill, there's nothing to protect the young children and old women who must face police jobs and fire hoses in the South while they engage in peaceful demonstrations. In its present form, this bill will not protect the citizen of Danville, Virginia, who must live in constant fear of a police state. It will not protect the hundreds and thousands of people that have been arrested upon Trump charges. What about the three young men, Snickfield's secretary in America's Georgia, who faced a death penalty for engaging in peaceful protests. As it stands now, the voting section of this bill will not help the thousands of white people who want to vote. It will not help the citizens of Mississippi, of Alabama, and Georgia who are qualified to vote but lack a sixth grade education. One man, one vote is an African crime. It is ours too. It must be ours. We must have legislation that will protect the Mississippi sharecropper, who is put off in his form and healthy down and registered to vote. We need a bill that will provide for the homeless and starving people of this nation. We need a bill that will ensure the equality of a maid who earns $5 a week in a home of a family whose income is $100,000 a year. We must have a good LTTC bill.
large American politics is dominated by politicians who steer their career on immoral compromises and align themselves with open form of political, economic, and social exploitation. There are exceptions, of course. We salute those. But what political leader can stand up and say, my party is a party of principle? For the party of Kennedy is also the party of Islam. party of Javis is also the party of Goldwater. Where is our party? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march on Washington? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march in the streets of Birmingham? Where is the political party that will protect the citizen of Albany, Georgia? Do you know that in Albany, Georgia, nine of our leaders have been indicted, not by the Dixocrats, but by the federal government for peaceful protests. But what did the federal government do when Albany deputy sheriff beat attorney city teen and left him half dead? What did the federal government do when local police officials kicked and assaulted the pregnant wife of Slater King and she lost her way? Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now.
put them together in the image of God and democracy. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, but we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. was absolutely uh, a fiery speech, very passionate. Um, he actually had to pair that speech back, as you'll see. Um, he was saying that they were going to march through the South, sort of like Sherman did. And that's a reference to uh, General Sherman in the Civil War, who marched through the South. And as he went along, he would destroy all their crops. If he came across a railroad, uh, he would twist up the railroad. Um, it was called a Sherman Knot. Um, and ever afterwards was a name of uh, some infamy down south, but of course was a hero to the north who, um, you know, who had to quell the uh, terrorist uh, south from enslaving people uh, for, um, you know, the, the, the freedom of uh, the those who were being exploited, the, the uh, Africans, um, slaves, and their families. And of course, uh, the north had to um, sacrifice hundreds and thousands of their own sons and, and fathers um, for the uh, terrorist cause of the South. So it is good to remember that the Civil War was secessionist. They tried to secede from the Union so that they could lord power over uh, those they were exploiting to hold on to money. They had many reasons they said for it, but in every single state uh, uh, constitution, uh, they would cite slavery and the freedom to have slaves uh, explicitly. So never let anyone tell you that it was the war of Northern aggression or the war it was had economic causes. It very well may have, but it was fought over slavery. Um, so make sure if anybody ever says something like that, or you ever come across something like that, you can know that they uh, are most likely racist and uh, should be uh, soundly ignored and uh, drummed out of the conversation for their ignorance. All right. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. I hope you enjoyed it. All right. See you.